Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people it's in the hands of the coach's son how about that is that appropriate oh, don't you know just someday he'll be a coach of his own program <laughs> this is becoming a family dynasty if you will and Dutch what a year he's had too I just think it's such a hard tournament um, to be successful in and navigate. And obviously, we, we, the last two teams we've played, I mean, uh, you know, Miami, uh, you know, beating Houston and Texas back to back in Kansas City, I mean, that's a heck of a team. Um, we played Alabama, we know how good they are. I mean, these guys, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, beating them and, uh, and a Creighton team that. Um, this tournament's hard to navigate. It's not seven-game series. It's not five-game series. Uh, and now with the extra COVID year and NIL and the portal, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I think it's just it's made things even more challenging for the biggest brands and the highest seeds to advance because there's so much parity. Guys, this was our vision. This was our dream. This is what we talked about when we recruited these guys, that we could get together and do something big like this. And... Uh, it's just great to come through uh, on promises made to players and to this university. And then it was an honor to, uh, to play against San Diego State today, too. i got to tell you, uh, I think it was probably the most physical, you know, one of the toughest teams we played this year. It's certainly one of the best. And I just got so much admiration and respect for how, how they play their culture uh, and, and their coach. Uh, he, he's, he's one of the best coaches in the country. Welcome into the zone. A very predictable finish in the national championship game. I don't want to ho-hum it. It was uh, impressive by UConn dominating again, as they did through pretty much the entire tournament. And they are your national champions for the fifth time in school history. And we welcome you into the zone on a gray Tuesday. Thanks for being with us. Westmore, Justin Akery, and Christian Weaver at some point. Uh, we got a couple of questions today we'll get to with Christian in a minute. We have a few guests coming up, including at the bottom of this hour, Todd Jacobin is going to join us. There is another storm pending. How severe, or at least what's the expectation? We'll get Todd's thoughts on that. Pat Bradley in the 11 o'clock hour, thanks to River City Flooring. We'll get his take on the championship game and kind of put a bow on the basketball season and also turn an eye towards next year because we've got predictions on next season, guys, because... Goodness knows we can't leave well enough alone and try to enjoy the moment. We have to find out what's next, Hurry. which is one of my favorite things. Hurry. Uh, Brian Hendricks at 1130, courtesy of McClard's Barbecue. It was great to have them in studio last week. It'll be great to have him in studio as well. And then at 1230, a return to the studio <laughs> by Eli Craner, whose second cool. book, Ozark Dogs, is out. And I started reading this last night. And I got about, I don't know, let's see, 120 pages in. Very compelling, easy read. It's a good story. It's like, um, who are the old, uh, what's the old family war from back in the day? Hatfield and McCoys. McCoys. Thank you very much. Or the Montagues and the Capulets, if you want to go back to Shakespeare. Bottom line is, um, there's some real hatred between these families, and I'm just now starting to get into it. It's been set up very nicely over the first 100 pages or so, and now I'm starting to dig into the real conflict, and it's starting to get nasty. So I'll uh, look forward to visiting with him, talk about this. This is his follow-up effort, obviously, to his first book, which was very highly critically acclaimed and well thought of. And, of course, for those who don't know, Eli was a former 
quarterback in high school and college here in the state. Russellville guy, but um, really doing good things in the world of writing. You can catch he does columns in the Sunday paper regularly as well. So he's doing some good things, and I'm uh, excited to hang out with him a little bit today. So um, <clears throat> women's basketball. We should touch on that a little bit, too. That was kind of still the news. It's amazing to me. Huge. Uh, a friend of mine texted me last night as a huge sports fan, and he's like, is this the most underwhelming game you've ever seen or championship game? I'm like, pretty much. As far as my level of interest in it going in, I watched it out of a sense of duty and nothing more. And about five minutes in the second half, I flipped it off and started reading this book. I mean, I was just like, I don't care. We all knew UConn was a juggernaut. And San Diego State plays a boring brand of basketball, let's be honest. Yeah. Ugly but effective. Uh, yeah, kind of like Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. They made a really good run with about somewhere between the eight yeah, minute to four five. minute mark. Got to five. Made it interesting for a couple of minutes. You know, and I thought they did something similar. What Arkansas did? They started pressuring their guards, creating some turnovers. They got a couple of easy baskets. Uh, they were able to hit a three, and I think maybe two threes during that stretch. And all of a sudden, that you know, it was like a 10, 11, 12 point game most of the second half. And then all of a sudden, it was a five point game. And after that run, you thought, well, maybe the pressure catches up to UConn. Uh, maybe they they cannot handle this down the stretch. And then they hit a huge three yeah. that just Jordan Hawkins came Hawkins around the screen and hit it with two people on him. It was over. And then they made all their free throws, just kind of like they did against so many other teams. Down the stretch, they were um, they were a champion, and they made the championship winning plays. They pretty much have the perfect college roster. They Shooters. have everything that you need. Yeah, yeah. I think they missed. They got away with it, honestly, not having a true point guard, a guy that can handle the ball really well against but pressure. But then they got Andre Jackson, who's a point forward. And they used the big guy to to get by. That's that's really – and they did that against Arkansas. They did that a little bit last night. They got away with it, and then that's when you saw some San Diego State pressure creating those turnovers and leading to some easy points. Adama Sanogo named the most outstanding player after his run, 17 points and 10 rebounds in that 17-point victory. For those of you who wagered on them, congratulations. I'm hoping you cleaned up on them because they covered and kept burying people game after game. I pulled that up for you. Yep. Everything. Yep. First game, Iona. They were a 9.5-point favorite. They won 87-63. Their second game was against St. Mary's. They were a 3.5-point favorite. They won by 15. Against Arkansas, 3.5-point favorite. They won by 23. Against Gonzaga, 2.5-point favorite. They won by 18. 28. Sorry, doing math. Against Miami, 5.5-point favorite. They won by 13. Last night, 6.5-point favorite, and they won by 15. There you go. If you rode UConn, you got paid. They won by an average of 20 points through the tournament. Yeah, very dominating performance. Good news for Arkansas? They scored the most points against UConn than anybody in the NCAA tournament. Consolation press. Bad news for Arkansas? They gave up more points to UConn than anybody else in the tournament. <laughs> so Arkansas lost to Baylor as the champion, and right. now UConn is the champion. Obviously, Duke didn't win the championship last year, but they've made it deep. Final yeah, four. two out of three years they've made it. They've lost to the champion. Yeah. so Hard to be too ashamed of that. No, it's been, uh, it's been a good run. So... They now join Duke and Indiana with five wins in program history, trailing only UCLA's 11, Kentucky's 8, and North Carolina's 6. Before we flip over to the women's side, because there was some news about them yesterday, um, if you want the way-too-early predictions, and maybe you do, maybe you don't, I don't really care, I'm going to give them to you anyway. Kentucky is your preseason favorite with that class coming in. Is this year that, uh, what? I think that's funny, but go ahead. Is this the year that... uh, Spells doom for John Calipari. They better perform this year because they have a loaded yeah. recruiting class. If they're not in the elite eight at least or final four, right. do they roll his head? Was, I don't know. Was it Duke's class loaded? Duke's the yeah. second choice. With Last per- year? They did have some injury issues, though. Lively and uh, Derek Whitehead got hurt Duke, a lot of time. Duke's the, they're 11-1. to 1. Duke's the second choice with Purdue at 12-1. to 1. UConn 14-1 to 1 to repeat. Kansas 16-1 to 1 with Marquette. Creighton eighteen to one, Arizona twenty to one, UCLA twenty to one, Arkansas at twenty five to one, so not too terribly far back in the pack. And you know, again, a lot of this is. I think a lot of those teams are losing pieces, like Purdue. I think they're going to lose Zach Eady. Is he leaving? I think so. Uh, Duke's losing quite a few guys. I mean, 
You saw. I, I love that way too early to you know start talking about next year, but you can't anymore. I mean, there, we have no idea what anybody's roster is going to look like now with the NIL. I mean, the pieces that Arkansas will be adding and losing over the next. This is it is it is way 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 too early. Yeah. To to even speculate. It's hard in football. But it's impossible in basketball. But you can. But the thing is, you can wager on it, and so it is. <laughs> if you can guess right, yeah. or you can follow the trail of guys well, who have done well with NIL or bringing in a good freshman class to start with. I mean, it's worth throwing a couple bucks at because worst case scenario, you get eleven to one. I mean, you tell me that's not great. And all those schools that you mentioned are schools that are usually good every single year, right? So. And this year was an anomaly, we think. We'll see. We'll see if this becomes the norm. And I think you can have parity without having three upstarts in there, too. So, um, what was I going to ask you guys about? I don't know. Oh, also, oh, did you see... Question ES- day was where I was going to go into that. Yeah, did you see ESPN and uh, CBS's way too early top 25s? Was Arkansas in there? Arkansas is 12 in both of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting, because I saw somebody had put up... And I don't know if it was Palm or Lenardi's way too early Bracket? 16, sweet 16 potentials, and hmm. Arkansas wasn't in that. Hmm. So, I think it was Lenardi because somebody was mad about it online. Hmm. But again, you know, we're a long ways off. And Arkansas's roster is going to look significantly more diff- uh, different than what... Uh, they, they will look a lot more different, I think, than a lot of other rosters, my point is. Because of who he's going to bring in, and because you got you know a couple of key freshmen coming in. Now, again, you have some known quantities with teams like Kentucky that are loaded up on a freshman class, kind of like Arkansas did this year. I will not bet against Musselman making the Sweet 16. Yeah. And he is going to use the portal. There was a guy yesterday, one of the top players, I can't remember his name. He, he Max Aismas? No, 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 another guy. Is he going to leave again? Yeah, he's in the portal. Are he's you joking portal, me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I guess he didn't want to play for Grant McCaslin. No, the the kid at Oral Roberts. No, you're thinking of Kevin. Oh, so you're thinking of Banner. Banner. Yeah. Yeah. Ace is leaving yeah. um, Oral, Roberts. Oral Roberts. I didn't yeah. know he had any time left. Me either. He had huh? a COVID year, I guess. He was a senior last year. Did they have a coaching change? I'm not sure. Yes. Yes. Where did he go? He went... Did he take FAU or something? No, not like, FAU. Uh, was it Wichita State? That sounds right. How about that? It was a nice job, but it was still a mid-major, but it was a good mid-major. Wow, he's going to end up somewhere really good. Are you thinking of uh, L.J. Cryer from Baylor that entered? No, no. Both uh, he and Acemus yesterday were the guys that kind of big news. But there was another kid, he, and he released his top four, top five in Arkansas okay. was in it. Okay. Um, women's title game information is out, and the victory by LSU over Iowa was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game ever with 9.9 million viewers on ABC and ESPN2. The total audience is a 103% jump over last year when South Carolina beat UConn. So much for Blue Bloods, right? The audience peaked at 12.6 million. Wow. And I don't have, for some reason it's not in this story, but I saw it in other stories. It was a better viewership than the Orange Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, I believe, is what I read this. Yeah, it was yesterday. a better viewership than a lot of things, yeah. like the World Series. All the World Series, yeah. everything but the NBA Finals, yeah. all the NASCAR. Even the Daytona 500, um, it was very impressive. That the 12 million 9.9, it was that's that's a huge number. That's insane. Yeah, we were on it early, and I'm glad we were, and I'm glad that America paid attention too because it was fun to watch. And again, it was funny because it was almost like the South Carolina LSU game or South Carolina Iowa game rather was such a huge storyline, like, can they pull off this big upset? And then it became, can they complete the feat against another very good SEC team? And obviously the answer was no. There was a lot of hype, and then when they beat South Carolina, that hype just grew, and the the, the story around Caitlin Clark only grew. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, LSU's got a couple players. We were talking about the Instagram followers. They were very popular uh, among a certain population, and that combined, you had the common fan, and then you had the non-common fan that was tuning, they, they were tuning in to watch those young ladies. Yeah, definitely. Casual basketball fans, or people who probably didn't even really watch women's basketball, were uh, were tuning in, obviously. So this is something that was made news yesterday. The first lady, I don't know where she was, but she said that, uh, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House, so we hope LSU will come. But, you know, I'm going to tell Joe I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. No. Um, I can tell her 
That's a horrific idea. Very bad idea. And I, mm-hmm. I think I was great. What I would do if I was them, I would honor LSU, and then I might do something separate for Caitlin Clark specifically, not for Iowa. She had one of the greatest... She had the greatest women's tournament performance ever, scoring-wise. Um, and I think that actually is also for men, too. She outscored either the highest-scoring man or woman in history. And she had one of the greatest single seasons we've ever seen from a basketball player in college basketball. So if you want to do something separate for her, fine. But to treat them as equals after LSU won the title and Iowa didn't seems like a terrible idea. And this has already been kind of a hot-button thing with the uh, the way yeah. people are looking at LSU and Iowa anyway. Um, no shock, Angel Reese, not scared, tweeted a joke in response to a story online. I don't blame her for that one. I mean, I don't agree with everything that went on with, um, uh, frankly, Caitlin Clark, some of the stuff she did either, but um, to uh, to bring in the runner-up is a little silly to me. No, it's it's not... Not going to happen. No, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, and that's maybe heat of the moment speaking when, you know, uh, you, you probably shouldn't or throw out an invite like that. Or hey, she's throwing out the idea. I get it. But no, it's not It's not going to happen. Okay. We're on the same page. I did uh, hear, heard a great um, reasoning behind it. What was that? Iowa. Yeah. Are they in Iowa? You know, that's usually the... Iowa? Uh, Caucus? Iowa? Yeah. Mm. Pretty important state. He's not running, is he? Then oh, we'll yeah. be in a few years. Or next year, right? Yeah. Will he? <laughs> Probably. If he's alive, I think he is. Yeah. Mm. I mean, not that he's in bad health. Mm. Dave Van Horn said Monday he's hopeful that Brady Tiger can return by the end of April. So we got an update there. That's good news. Glad to see that. Sophomore obviously got the uh, UCL strain. He says Brady's starting to ramp it up a little bit at the Swatters Club. He threw yesterday, I think, off the mound. He's not throwing 100%. He's starting to spin the ball a little bit, so that's the next step. He says he's hopeful he'll be available when they play at Georgia, April 20th through the 22nd, and Arkansas is at home against A&M the following week. So that's exciting. Now, here's the other part of this deal that I did not know. He was possibly going to be a starter for us this year. We all theorized that last year, that potentially he could become a starter, but we hadn't seen a whole lot of uh, suggestions that that might happen this year. We didn't know how that was going to go. That could still happen. The other also said that the Cody Frank injury that's got him out for the year um looks like he's got a good prognosis to come back and pitch next year which is great. oh good yep um you mentioned yesterday wes i was listening that arkansas was up to number five in the latest poll in the coaches poll uh in the same time old miss the defending champions dropped out of the top 25 so it's lsu number one wake forest florida vanderbilt arkansas south carolina Virginia, Tennessee, Stanford, and Kentucky by my limited math skills. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top ten out of the SEC. And then isn't 11 SEC? Is that Tennessee? Tennessee's in the top ten now. Kentucky? 11? Is in the top ten now. You're okay, still not, now you're not poll. listening to me again. No, I was. Okay. I, I saw a different poll. There are no the, other SEC teams in the top 25. Okay, this, you have a different poll than I did. Yeah, the coach's poll is the one we've kind of been working off of. Sure. Yep. And I, was, I was looking at D1. That's gotcha. what it was. And it was the 11th team was also an SEC team. I'm just like, good Lord. Yeah. It is the top 11. It's yeah, all Seven SEC in the top 10. About. It's yeah. absolutely insane. That is. 70%. Jeez. Uh, other side of the break, we're going to talk to Todd Jacobian from KTV, get an update on the uh, his thoughts on the upcoming weather tonight and when it's going to hit, what his expectations are. It does feel a little ominous out there, I'm not going to lie. Uh, hopefully, I mean, obviously we're all hoping, thank you very much, Captain Obvious, that it doesn't reach anywhere near the level that we saw the other night. Hopefully it's not as severe uh, as like an average storm would be, um, let alone what we faced the other day. I got an updated list today, guys, for those out there who are wanting to help. You want to help? Here's some ways to help, Okay. Um, The biggest needs, I was told, this came from a couple of different sources, including the mayor's office. They need tap and roofing nails to secure tarps. I guess if you've got access to tarps, they'll probably take those too. As far as non-perishable food, they're asking for tuna, soups, you know, SpaghettiOs, ravioli, stuff that's easy to eat out of a can, peanut butter in a plastic container, jelly plastic containers, no glass, again, transporting and such. Uh, Ziploc bags, quart and sandwich sizes, cereal, toilet paper, paper grocery bags. That was kind of unique. Didn't expect that one. And uh, manual can openers. Don't bring your power ones because a lot of people don't have power. But thanks. Um, So, again, plenty of options for you to help out. Where to drop them. 
7,000 Murray, which is the Little Rock Fire Training Academy. We were uh, talking about that a little bit with the mayor yesterday. That's one of the locations that's uh, kind of a staging point for a number of different things. But 7,000 Murray is the place to drop it. So all of those non-perishables, cans, plastics, don't bring glass items, and roofing nails to secure those tarps for people who are trying to prevent any further damage for their homes for those who are going to repair and not have to rebuild from the ground up. One of the things that stuck out this morning to me is the, the food that they need. It's the, the kind of food that you, you don't have to heat up. Uh, and the kind that you can just pull the tab, like uh, like a tuna, tuna fish, you know, you can crackers, peanut butter, jelly, things like that that are easy to uh, make and to uh, do out in the field without any kind of electricity. So keep that in mind if you're wanting to donate. Yep. Um, yep. Questions of the day? Uh, real quick, if I could, a couple other things here okay. related to the um, to the recovery. U-Haul is offering 30 days. And look, here's the deal. Normally... We're normally going to talk about sponsors. We're normally going to talk about people we do business with. I don't give a crap about any of that right now. We're going to do what? If people are helping and they don't do business with us, they're not a client, they don't support what we do, fine. I don't care. If you're trying to help people who are in need, we're going to talk about it. So if you got something, please email me, thezone at 1037thebuzz.com. Big or small, any kind of relief effort that's going to help people in need, um, please send it our way. We'll pass it along. U-Haul is offering 30 days of free self-storage and U-Box container usage to those who were impacted by the tornadoes. And I guess you can locate your local. These are Little Rock U-Haul stores. There's six of them in the metro, and you can reach out to them and find out more if uh, if you're interested in that or in need. Also, my friends at The Fold and Reduno are teaming up with Reliance Bank. They're doing an Easter basket drive. Now, look, this may not seem like the highest priority right now, but Easter's coming on Sunday, and for those who have been displaced, those who are suffering right now, a little bit of normalcy would be pretty nice. They're calling it a little hoppiness. I see what they're doing there. Uh, Asking folks to drop off prepackaged Easter baskets if you want to buy one or make one at the Little Rock Reliance branches through Friday. And the public can come by and get some for their kids later in the week. And so I really appreciate what they're doing, the Fold and Reduno and Reliance Bank working together. And, again, if you want to drop one off any Little Rock location, they've got a number of them around the city. Um, Our friends over here down the street, um, Mark Abernathy, Red Door and Local Luna are donating 50% of their net this week to relief efforts through Little Rock Cares Emergency Relief Fund. Applaud them. And then there's also a special event going on out at the Promenade this Sunday, I think. Let's see here. Um, Market at Chanel and Easter Egg Hunt is still on for April 8th. That's actually Saturday. Uh, so it's Saturday, 9 to 3, Rawlings Circle near the Thompson Library and U.S. Pizza. So you know where that is, Wes. Yep. Okay. Egg hunt for kids starting around noon. There's going to be a lot uh, going on. Admission is free. Got a lot of great sponsors. KRK and Fox 16 are involved in this, West, so I'm sure you're well aware of this. But again, those of you looking for a little bit of normalcy, these are opportunities to kind of get a break from the madness and the recovery and um, certainly applaud all those who can help out or are helping out. And we here at Signal Media are working on an event for the very near future, and we're waiting on details to get ironed out, and then we should announce something if we're able to pull it off the way we want to in the next, I'd say, 24 to 36 hours. I uh, saw got an email from our, our friends at 10 Fitness. They're opening the doors for people, uh, allowing them to use their showers if they don't have electricity, charge their phones, and even if they just want to get away and have a workout, they're opening up their gyms on uh, the one on Rodney Parham and the one in, on University in Little Rock to okay. help out. And uh, I'm sorry, University in Little Rock to help out. Just on University? And Rodney Parham. Okay. The two... I assume Rodney Parham's got power again because it I know, does. yeah, I got a note yesterday that Sauced, which is right down the street, reopened yesterday and they got their power back. So I assume, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't go by there this morning. I went mm-hmm. to the one downtown, but it was. Uh, they're still working out some kinks, like uh, with the the doors opening the doors. Sure, they don't have the scanners, but the doors are just open for uh, for everybody to go in and like TVs, music, and stuff. It yeah. was it was quiet in there, but you could work out. Good. So you went by today? Huh? Okay. Cool. All right. Good deal. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. Christian, as we head to the break, uh, question of the day, and then we'll talk, check in with Todd Jacoby. Yes, our question of the day. Um, I left this one open-ended. What is Arkansas basketball's biggest need for next year? Because people could say many different things. Point guard. Uh, Primo from Georgetown. That was the yeah, guy. Yeah, that's it. He averaged 16 Thanks points to one last of our year. Listeners. He's pretty good. Yeah. Final four for him. Final five. Whatever. Primo Spears? Primo. So, yeah. Um, what were our options again? I left it open-ended because people could okay. say a lot of different So what would you say? Big man, post, uh, point player, you would say shooter? I would say shooting. Dog down shooter, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been shooting for three years, I think. Wouldn't it be fun to have an Isaiah Joe on this team? It would be very fun. It'd be neat. Anyway, uh, other question? 
Is it okay to eat your entree before the rest of the table is served? Yes or no? I have a story about that today. You're out to dinner. You got three couples, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. right? You're out with the Hurtado crew. Mm-hmm. All right? You got 60 at the table. You and maybe two other people get theirs. You wait or you eat? I wait. Okay, me too. But then normally somebody goes, no, guys, eat. You know, this is good food. Don't wait and let it get cold. Go ahead and eat. And I it's wait. Fine. Because I'm going to finish before everybody anyway. The other thing is... Um, we're dining together. I'm not here to eat. I'm here to hang out with you guys. And I don't know. I just like to wait. But we'll see what people think on the poll. Kristen, I got an idea for a third one. Let's see. Uh, let's run the Joe Biden poll. Should Iowa be invited mm. along with LSU to the White House because wh- whatever she said, because they played well or it was a fun game or whatever it was. And look, the runner-up is almost always deserving in yeah. every sporting event of being committed. You tell me that. San Diego State doesn't deserve to be commended for their run. They were the first Mountain West team ever to make a championship game. They deserve to be commended more than just about anybody. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they should get invited to the White House as the runner-up. And Iowa did not play good in the championship game. Um, They played good leading up to it. That, they didn't play a good game in the championship game. They didn't play game. well defensively. I mean, they scored 85 points. Yeah. I mean, they did play okay offensively. But, they weren't good enough defensively. So That wasn't one of their good games. It wasn't their best effort, I will give you that. But, I mean, LSU had a lot to do. LSU was really, really good. LSU was an elite team all year long. And then they made 11 to 17 threes. Yeah. And LSU is, you know, <clears throat> Iowa did something LSU couldn't do, which was beat South Carolina, but yeah. that didn't mean that matchups are all a little bit different, right? If LSU is their normal shooting team and they make three or four threes, it's a different game. That's like 20-something sure. points. Difference right there. Absolutely. 10-32. We're back in a second. You're in the zone. Registration is now open for the 2023 103.7 The Buzz Spring Golf Tournament, Monday, April 10th at Rebsman Golf Course, presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Sign up your team at 1037thebuzz.com. Arkansas is up one spot in the latest B1Baseball.com poll. The Razorbacks check in at number five this week after their series win over Alabama this past weekend at Baumwalker Stadium in Fayetteville. The Hogs are one of four SEC teams in the top five alongside LSU, Florida, and Vanderbilt. Arkansas was supposed to host Arkansas State tonight in Fayetteville, but that game has been canceled due to the threat of inclement weather this evening. Up next for the Razorbacks is a weekend series for the defending national champion Ole Miss Rebels, who are off to a 1-8 start at SEC play. Central Arkansas softball is looking for their sixth straight win tonight as they travel to Springfield, Missouri for a matchup with the Missouri State Bears. UCA is looking for a series sweep of Mo State this year. They beat them twice in Conway earlier in the season. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Are you a fan of Twin Peaks? Sign up for their e-club to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks and score free stuff. Signing up is easy. Just visit TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Peaks-Club to get started today. Are you looking for a job where you can have a ton of fun and make great money? Twin Peaks is the team for you. They're looking for Twin Peaks girls, cooks, bussers, barbacks, and more. Text WORK4TP to 85000 to apply. That's WORK, the number 4, TP to 85000 to apply. It's Justin Ankry, and I'm reminding you that Pro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Pro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Pro Painters is the answer. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. If you are a shelter insurance policyholder and have damage to your home, car, farm, or business due to the recent storms, please call 1-800-SHELTER. That's toll-free 1-800-743-5837. Or report your claim online at shelterinsurance.com. Early reporting of your loss will help shelter schedule adjusters to handle your claim. Take whatever reasonable steps you can to protect your property from additional damage and call 1-800-SHELTER to report your claim today. 
The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acri and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. It's a human Rodney Chevrolet has a great deal that they want us to tell you about right now. Sales tax is paid when you buy a vehicle. Yep, James Miller was on with us yesterday, and that's huge when you, you don't have to pay sales tax. Guatney Chevrolet is doing that for you right now. Look, they're trying to help out right now. They know a lot of people need new vehicles, uh, a lot of damage, and not just homes and businesses, but cars were damaged severely, and people need new cars right now or previously owned vehicles. So Guatney is helping out by paying the sales tax on those vehicles. You can go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com, and take a look at all the inventory. Then you can go to Jacksonville, the Gregory Street exit, and start doing some wheeling and dealing. They're looking to pay top dollar for quality used vehicles, still paying up to four or $5,000 over book value. That'll help you pay off your note and put down some cash on that new vehicle, help lower the payment a little bit. Good deals happening right now at Guatney Chevrolet, Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. People are still cleaning up, obviously from the storms last week and there is another pending storm coming through here tonight or today i don't know the details but todd jacobian does and he's a professional meteorologist that's why we bring him on to fill us in uh todd welcome appreciate you coming on how are you today i'm hanging in there how are you guys doing we're doing okay all things considered uh trying to spread the word on how people can help and trying to organize something where we can help a little bit as well um, there are a lot of easy ways to do that, and one of the easy ways you can help is by using your expertise to keep people safe, as you guys did last week. Commendable work. Uh, enjoyed, well, shouldn't say enjoyed it, but I certainly appreciated watching you guys um, kind of keep us up to date with where the storm was headed and how it was going. But what is the uh, latest on the pending storm today or overnight into tomorrow? Uh, first thing, have a way to get warnings uh, tonight because it's going to happen during the overnight hours for some of us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Make sure if you know anybody that's still without electricity, that hasn't been able to watch the news, weather, or whatever, please make sure they know that storms are possible tonight. Uh, The other thing, the storms itself, I think they're going to form uh, this evening, probably after sunset, around sunset, or a little after sunset. But right now, while this can absolutely change, Justin, I think that the primed area for storm development will be western northwestern and north central arkansas right on the fringe of our viewing area uh so if you if you're uh, you know think about a state map of arkansas i would talk i'd think about the areas from mena up towards um sharp county uh fulton county salem and that area northwest of that line tonight so northwestern arkansas western northwestern north central arkansas that's the first and i think that would be one two maybe three big thunderstorms that could be severe then we'll get a line of storms or a broken line of storms, I think, tomorrow morning after 3 a.m. That will move from west to east and will be in the metro probably between 5 and 7 a.m. So that's not prime time for severe weather. You don't have a whole lot of – you will have instability, but it could be worse during the heat of the day. So those storms will have to be watched for a severe threat with that as well. But uh, the, the, the thing about today – uh, is that the atmosphere is what we call capped. There's a lid on the atmosphere from thunderstorms exploding. We think that part of that may be eroded in those areas I told you about earlier, north and west, but it could happen even further towards the east. So it's all dependent upon if that if there's a warm layer of air loft. If that goes away, then thunderstorms explode. If it holds strong, thunderstorms do not explode. But we think two or three could get going in those areas I outlined do you feel like central Arkansas will get rain this evening? I think central Arkansas's best chance for rain will be tomorrow morning, probably uh, after 5, 5 a.m. to 7 or 8 a.m. in that time period. I think central Arkansas's best chance. But if we get a thunderstorm here this evening, you know, then we get the rain. But And I, like I said, I'm, I'm telling you about that area in western and northern Arkansas for tonight. It could easily be further east. Don't discount it further towards the east, but those are the areas that we're really, you know, I think we have the greatest confidence of, of a couple of severe thunderstorms. And when you say further towards the east, you mean more towards the central? Yeah, right. Further, right. Central Arkansas. Right. Gotcha. East of that area from Mena 
up towards uh, Fulton County. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as we look back over what happened last week, Todd, just, you know, as you've gotten a little more data and, you know, again, none of this really matters in the big scheme of things. People are dealing with what they're dealing with and suffered the way they suffered. And obviously there was some loss of life and it was a horrific thing. But just to try to put it in perspective historically, I mean, what what's some of the data indicating comparatively to some of the things we've seen in the past? Well, this was a strong end EF3 tornado. It was right on the cusp of becoming a four. Now, we it's very common for Arkansas. Most of our tornadoes are zeros and ones and twos. Uh, no further up you get in the scale, obviously the the, uh, the more rare they become. Uh, Arkansas has not had a five knock on wood in almost hundred years. Uh, so fours very rare. We, I think we've had maybe close to thirty of them since 1950. This was almost a four. As far as Little Rock is concerned. Uh, the area just to the south and east of the path by just a mile or two had um, EF1 and EF2 tornado um, April 3rd. It was yesterday was the 10 year anniversary or 15 year anniversary of that April 3rd, 2008 hit Leewood. Mm-hmm. So that was a weaker tornado. Uh, I think you've got to go back, and I think it was what, what 90, was it 97 or 99 that. Uh, 99, yeah. Uh, 99, yeah, that the areas near downtown were hit mm-hmm. and i think that was an even stronger tornado that was a stronger tornado yeah um and as far as it staying on the ground that was something we've talked about too with it with it kind of following that path for as long as it did without you know and it's, i don't know i'm just from my experience or my memory i guess or talking to people about it you know sometimes it would come up and down um to stay on the ground that long for that lo- mm-hmm. that wide of a swap that long of a swap is that out of the ordinary no it's not okay. 30 miles on the ground that'll happen in situations now Again, typically in Arkansas, they're not on the ground that long, but some are. It's not unusual. Uh, it happens, but the majority of them are not on the ground that long. Hmm. Todd, we uh, had a guy write in. Uh, there was a sign from the Pulaski County Title Building here in on Cantrell. Mm-hmm. He found it, part of that sign, at his house in his yard, thirty miles away in Ward. How does that? Right. What is the weather phenomenon with that? Where is that? How did that sign get that far away? But if you look at the video that was shot of that storm, uh, of that tornado, you see how everything's, all, all the debris and everything is getting drawn into that circulation, into that actual funnel, that the tornado, and it gets ingested into that and thrown up into the atmosphere. And it can get thrown up 10, 20,000 feet easily, that yeah. high up into the atmosphere. And it gets ingested into that storm, so it's hung up in that storm. And so as that storm travels towards the east, it will throw it out. It just, you know, deposits all the debris. And that's how that happened. Um, there was stuff I know from, I can't pronounce the name of the apartments at the bottom of Napa Valley, C-A-I-L. How do you pronounce those apartments? You know what I'm talking about? No. I can't, I can't pronounce it, but there's an apartment complex down there at the bottom of Napa Valley in West Little Rock. There was debris found in Searcy from there. Um, when I was in Walnut Valley Sunday, a uh, lady came up to me and told me she found a wallet with $4,000 in the wallet. And she said she went and she looked at the driver's license, and it was from just south of Chenal Parkway is where the, the purse was. And that's where it was sucked out, sucked into the tornado. Mm. And $4,000 that she had just, this person had just uh, gotten cash from their tax refund. Mm. <laughs> had it in their wallet, and this person... Could have easily taken the money. Mm-hmm. No, found the person, gave it back. That's the generosity. That's 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 Arkansas. Wow, right there. That that might be the most compelling story I've yeah. heard yet of people helping people. I mean, all this right. other stuff has been great, and people stepping up and helping take trees down and things like that. But boy, that's a that's a very honest person right there. Do, do you very have honest. this person's name? Did you guys talk to them? Uh, I. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll find out if you yeah. want. Well, I, somebody needs to be doing. I want to see a story mm-hmm. on that. I mean, I don't know what percentage of Americans would would uh, make sure to find that person. It would be easy to to keep that, but that's a very commendable thing. That's good to hear. That makes me makes me feel good. Um, so Justin, there were more people from church groups on Sunday than tornado victims. Hmm. Church was the church was not in a building on Sunday in Central Arkansas. It was in those neighborhoods. That's where church was held. And it was so uplifting to see all that help and all that manpower out there lifting the heavy logs, the trees, the limbs, and moving them and cleaning up for these tornado victims. It was very, 
it was so nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David was talking to somebody who works in the uh, tree removal industry, and they're just overwhelmed. I mean, look, that's a... I, I would say it was lucrative. It's expensive to get trees. I don't know what the margins are because obviously you're paying guys and it's not easy work by any stretch of the imagination. And you've got to have all the heavy equipment to do what it takes to get some of these big trees down. And if you're pulling them off of houses, that's a different kind of process, obviously, than just chopping one down in somebody's yard. But uh, it's going to be a minute, I'm sure. I mean, there's only so many folks that do that for a living. And, and normally, you know, you're not going to see this kind of thing. I'm guessing there are probably contractors that do tree removal that are coming in from other markets, too. But Gotta be. Well, yes, and that's something that uh, I've seen from Tyler, Texas. Uh, uh, they're coming in, and let me tell you something. You're going to get charged a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it's right on the verge of, of being not right. Be very careful, and I know the Attorney General is watching this very carefully. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how. To, what's comparative. You know what I mean, Todd? Like, how do I compare what's an appropriate price to what isn't? Mm-hmm. That might be something good to find out. It is, and it's tough to figure out, but you're also paying a premium for, for the, the response. Because, you know, that's what we ended up doing was we had it removed that day. I mean, sometimes you got to wait several days. No, you're going to pay to get moved up on the list. You're going to pay money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I guess that's fair um, if you're going to move up on the list. But, there, for instance, I know somebody that has uh, five trees down in their backyard and a couple of them on the roof of their house, and they're crisscross, and it's a, it's a complex situation. Five trees, $19,000. That seems like a lot. I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, number should be. Wanna... What's that? I don't know what the number should be, but that seems like a lot. Um, it does, but then you think there's a lot that goes into it because the complexity of the trees mm-hmm. crisscross on the house, the safety issues, the yeah. time spent. I, I, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't have a comparative as to what would be right and what's wrong. That would be I a don't. good story idea. Mm-hmm. Wes, take that to the newsroom today. Mm-hmm. Todd, suggest that as well. I think, again, the more we can do to protect people, because this is uncharted waters for most people, thankfully. They've never had to hire a contractor to rebuild their freaking home that was hit by a tornado. They've never had to have dozens of trees removed from their property. I mean, you know, and then, the, the obviously, the process, honestly, like, the easiest thing is having your car destroyed. Like, getting a new car, yeah. that's, like, the easiest thing, because mm-hmm. it happens, unfortunately, all the time with car accidents, but... It's just, uh, I wouldn't even imagine. Like, I had a friend that had their house got hit. He said, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, I wouldn't have any idea other than calling my insurance agent. I would have no clue what to mm-hmm. do. So, And you have these insurance. Uh, another friend of our family, he lost his whole house. Insurance adjuster came out and said, it's a total loss. So it's a, to- it's, it's a total loss, his house and, and his wife's house. So the insurance won't pay to have the trees removed from the inside of the house since it's a, it's a total loss. Right. That's what he told me. That's, yeah. that's what he told me. So they won't pay for that, and, and I don't know how all this works. Mm-hmm. That's, and I'm, well, how can you rebuild if you don't move the trees? Yep. They I should, don't understand some of it. They should teach you this stuff in meteorology school, Todd, because those really go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's meteor, track storms and cell insurance, right? Well, not necessarily, but just to have a good idea, like what to do after it all goes down. You know, I mean, it's somebody needs to be an expert on it. It'd be nice to have a go-to resource mm-hmm. for all of these things, and I'm sure there are people who are really good at most of these things. Um, and maybe right. we get a FEMA representative on or something like that. But, uh, yeah, when you start getting into cost and that kind of thing, especially in a pinch where there's a, again, supply and demand issue, uh, I don't know what to do. But I'm praying for folks because that, that making those decisions can be impactful for a long time if you are overpaying for things that you didn't need to. But so here's, on, the, on the flip side of that, uh, my sister, who's been bearing the heavy burden of this whole thing uh, with my mom's house, that got hit, uh, and she's done a remarkable job. Um, insurance agent uh, or adjuster came over on Saturday and we were telling him about the cost to remove the tree. And he said, we will do whatever it takes. So do it. And so that's comforting. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's, there's some very good things still going on out there. Yeah. When you're getting insurance, choose wisely. Hmm. Yes. Todd, the apartment complex is Calais. Calais. That's it. Thank you for telling me. Thank you. That's the apartment complex, Calais. That's been there a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize they got hit. Yes, they did get hit, and mm. that, that, a lot of those apartments there in the southern, uh, south part, Bowman and Napa Valley, that area got hit. There are a lot of KTV reporters who have lived at Calais over the years. I promise you. Yes. So. Yeah, uh, and let's think. You know, they they're running into issues of some have renters insurance, some do not have renters mm. insurance. Yeah. And where are they going to go to live? Right. Yep. Yeah, you look around, and it seems like everywhere you go, there's a whole, you know, either an apartment complex going up or there's an apartment complex already there. They're everywhere, but <laughs> there's a lot of need, especially right now. So, 
Anyway, yeah. well, buddy, listen, I appreciate the info, and uh, we'll be watching for the updates and, uh, unfortunately, listening for any uh, concerning noises like sirens, but hopefully not in our area. And hopefully, uh, look, let's hope the northwest and western part of the state are safe, too. Yes. Well, hopefully this will stay out of the area, but yeah. then at the same time, it's going to affect somebody. Right. Right. Now, so, you know, we're going to be there watching it for everybody. For sure. All right, money. Good work. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. See you, Todd. Thanks. All right, that's Todd Jacoby over at KETV. It's 10.50. We're back. We'll wrap this hour after this. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. It's Justin Ankery with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, getting you ready for spring. And Laura Beth, let's start with some of the outside options that Coffin by Design West provides for folks who are trying to spruce up their homes this time of the year. We carry a large selection of in-stock steel products, which include leaf blowers, weed eaters, and lawnmowers. As far as sprucing up the house for spring cleaning, you have a lot of other options there as well. We have storage totes, power washers, flower bed tools, planters, fertilizers, all your lawn care needs. It's Coffin by Design West, out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road, Monday through Saturday, online at CoffmanLumber.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Movie Trivia with Morning Mayhem. Listen every Wednesday morning for your chance to play and win. Morning Mayhem Movie Trivia, every Wednesday, brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on 103.7 The Buzz. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new kitchen package of state-of-the-art appliances with innovations to make everything from meal prep to cleanup easier. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. Bring on spring with savings on select kitchen appliances in-store and online at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckrey and Wes Moore. Um, I saw a note here that our friends at Kaufman by Design West, um, 14900 Cantrell Road, they are doing free chainsaw chain sharpening. So if you're trying to get your equipment up and running or if you've already been using the heck out of yours and you need to sharpen up, go by and see them. They're there until 530 each day. Free chainsaw chain sharpening for dull blades. And I think they were donating for usage at least. Um, some chainsaws, and they ran out. And so they're ordering some more is what I was told. So pretty crazy stuff. Obviously, that's a very key area of need. And honestly, like, I will be happy to go help people move tree debris west, but 
I don't need a chainsaw anywhere near me. I was that just doesn't seem like Creates a good more idea. Problems. Well, you know, it's like uh, I'd like to be handy enough to feel good about using it. But any first Arkansas yeah. Bank and Trust text offerings? Not sure if you can announce this on the air or not. If so, around noon, we will need help in North Little Rock at three Valerie Court and surrounding houses. Chainsaws and people able to carry limbs, debris, etc. to the curb for pickup. No need to check in; just pull up. It's a very hard hit area. I was told from a friend of mine who I trust uh, that it's about a thousand bucks a tree typically for a for a good sized tree and about two hundred and fifty bucks to get the stump taken out. And Scott says in storm situations it's typically twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred per large tree. So again, I don't I don't remember I had a tree fall down during a snowstorm one time and I could not remember there was something weird about the insurance and I don't remember if they paid for it or not or what happened, but there was something kind of weird with it. Anyway, um, I'm wishing everybody the best of luck with that. This person writes in and says, I cannot stress enough that people need to research contractors when they start to repair and rebuild. Not only contractors' license, but also court records. Court records are public record. I know of one contractor that does not have a valid license. He has several lawsuits against them and still currently working. So just uh, be very careful when you select a contractor uh, later on. Uh, will either of you bet on the Masters? If so, would you elaborate a little, please? Maybe a little later, we can do a little Masters pick. Give um, this person a, a couple picks. Yep. I hit, was it a couple of years ago, I guess? It was last year, wasn't it? Matsuyama? Matsuyama. Yeah, that was last year. I thought Scheffler won last year. Was that last year? Am I drunk? I think it was two years ago. 21. Was. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Scheffler won last year. Um, it's fun, and the thing about it is, even the favorites pay a huge return, right? I mean, if it's, you know, you're going to get... Uh, 12, 15 to 1, I would think, yeah. on the favorite, maybe. Maybe maybe not quite that much. Maybe 8 or 9 to 1, but still. Like Scheffler. I'm sure Scheffler's the favorite this year. He is. He but wasn't. It was Rom, Rom for a while. For a while but he's, he's third or fourth, I think, now. Yeah. Um, Smith. Uh, Cam Smith Cam is Smith. up there, and obviously Rory. So, yeah, no, the, the pricing on it is amazing. And we'll get into it. We don't have enough time to delve into it. And, you know, Lisa Cornwell yesterday, who was on with us, talking about her new book, mm-hmm. also talked about the Masters. And she mentioned Jason Day, who she says is healthy and ready to win again. I got a list of guys who are a little off the beaten path, maybe a little longer odds. Jason Day's on that list, too. Hmm. Uh, Arkansas needs an elite point guard. I think we agree with that. Yeah. I think a shooter, can use guard. Them. Yeah. Um, Emily Post was the guru of politeness and etiquette. She always started eating as soon as two people at the table were served. That was the rule. Interesting. Yes. Okay. That was our one of third, our questions of the day today. Yeah, our third question of the day today has been posted. Should I will be invited to the White House despite losing the national championship? Yes or no? I can't wait to see the return on that. Should be overwhelmingly no. I'm guessing that's probably the case. All right, coming up, Pat Bradley will join us. Thanks to River City Flooring. It's 1058. You're in the zone. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, 